Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you stories, fun and music from your local area. We're always looking for you to be featured on the show. Come and talk to us. Email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk or head to our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience and send us a message. Welcome everyone, we've travelled near and far to meet you guys on this podcast and we've travelled miles for this one. Yes, we're in the comfort of the Weekly Experience studio. Last week we had a fab podcast at Karuna Coffee in Aldershot. Didn't we team, hey? We did, what a joy it was to be there. Under the lovely, was it Lizzie? Care of Jessica. Jessica, sorry Jessica, I do apologise for getting your name wrong. She'd make a really good Lizzie. She would, wouldn't she? Very busy. And Simon. And Simon. What a great place that was, with a fantastic ethos. It was absolutely superb. So welcome to Jack and also to Beverly on the podcast today. Uh, We're also absolutely supporting the local communities of Hampshire and Surrey. With that in mind, we create those real stories with real people, which in turn is real life. This is the Weekly Experience. Now on this edition, we hear from Vicky from Hive Country, also Paul from the Triangle Bookshop in Farborough. Kevin talks to us from Gabardine's Bar about something special for remembrance. And Emily tells us what Christmas means to her and a bit of history team on the show to Debbie from Debbie from Basingstoke Heritage Society. But by the time we came into being, little other bits were being knocked down that perhaps should have been saved. And so the Heritage Society was formed initially to try and save a small cottage hospital. Um, we failed. Plus also we have another quiz for you team, which is the famous celebrities. Oh, Jack. Oh. How are you going to do? Uh, rubbish. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> Plus, also, we have the Brucey bonus with someone very special for us today. Plus, not forgetting those super talented musicians on today's podcast. Talking to you with real stories, real people, real life. This is the Weekly Experience. Hey, guess what, team? What? We have a special guest on our little podcast show today. I did think I saw somebody. Mm, she won us over with her infectious smile and that bright colourful personality ladies and gentlemen welcome to the weekly experience it's Dee Shepard hey, welcome welcome <laughs> hello Dee hi how are you I'm alright you oh splendid all the more better for being here. See, you have the luxury of the Weekly Experience Studio. We didn't say, hey, meet us at such and such place. I know, I know. I- I'm really honoured to be here. It's just <laughs> the best setting for something just like this with you guys. I know, it is. Oh, she says the nicest She thing. does, really. <laughs> so what we do now is we go around the rounds and we find out what's uh, interesting things that we've done in the last seven days. I'm not going to even bother asking him over there, Geek over mm. there, who's on technicals, because... Uh, what does he normally say, Jack? What have you been doing? What, what have you been doing? Oh, just uh, yeah, a bit of Netflix. Let's see. Let's ask him this week, Jack. What have you been doing, Jack? Um, taxi driving with the kids around. Yeah, see. So we yeah. could we could just and pre-record Netflix. these all see, the time. Every time we can just insert something in the post-production of this podcast because <laughs> the same thing every week. Bless him. <laughs> but we love him, don't we? We love him, Roger. Yeah. What have you been doing? What Let's have I been? You. Uh, You've been a busy I'm... boy. You've been oh, a busy boy. Dear me. Talk about deliveries. I've been delivering mm. in the evenings. Not babies. No. 
<laughs> Nobody wants to have that experience. No. Four hours of delivering waffles and shakes and cakes. Oh, wow. Did you smell like one at the end of the shift? No. Or did you get your own extras at the end, leftovers? Or did you do what some delivery drivers do, which is... We delivered it, and really they ate it around the corner. No, mm. I wouldn't do that kind of thing, Beverly. <laughs> Not at all. But I, I'm, I need bionic eyes. Could you give me some bionic eyes so I could see in the dark a little bit better? Oh, wow. That is one of the big frustrations, isn't it? And the clock's changed recently, so it takes a bit of time to adjust to that nighttime stuff. Mm. And can I ask the communities of Surrey and Hampshire that listen to this podcast, because we have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, mm. could you put numbers on your houses, please? Oh, oh. Yes, my please. My frustration. I imagine that's really, really difficult. Perhaps there should be some sort of code, leave the porch light on or something. Yeah, well, yeah, but I had one the other night saying, go through gate. Or similar, but he's very accommodating normally. So usually I'm a really calm natured, but by the end of the shift, after four hours of delivering that, I was just like beat off. And the oh. other thing is you're not really quite sure about where you are around here. because no, I'm not from the area at all, am I? Are you in sat now? Oh, oh, don't no. make things. Yeah. Uh, thanks for contributing. Thanks Jack. again. Thanks for that. Anyway, uh, so that's by my uh, excitement of seven days. I've been doing that quite a bit, mm-hmm. earning some extra cash on the side for Christmas. But there you go. <laughs> so, what have you been doing, Miss Bev? Well, Friday night I went to the Wyvern Fireworks in Church Crookham, mm-hmm. all completely and absolutely free, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. Really, really good. It's great. I mean, Bobby at, at the Wyvern, he's a brilliant landlord, and the house next door set off all the fireworks. Some of them were very loud, mm. but they were all very dramatically pretty. It was just a really lovely night. Uh, talking of fireworks, I did go to the Church uh, Crookham Community Fireworks there, where the Near and Far Mobile Bar was there with oh, our Lizzie. Yes, yes. So lovely to see Lizzie as well. So hello, Lizzie, if you listen to this podcast. Talking about fireworks, you think mm. you have to be responsible. Mm. My 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 son, um, he was he has he has like a shed at the bottom of the garden, so it's like a chill out house. Mm-hmm. The neighbour next door, I think I think he wasn't with it. Set a firework off and landed in the garden and exploded. So he thought someone was shooting at him. Oh no! Oh <laughs> I no! Said, that is a concern, isn't it? All of that, you know, the PTSD and PTSD, yeah. and um, the animals as well. It's yeah. quite a challenge sometimes. My dogs are fine with it. Have you got pets? No, no, we're, we're okay. But I know that there's Do you close neighbours. I've got one dog and a rabbit <laughs> that needs me home. So what have you been up to, Dee? Anything exciting? Well, well I'm just going to get on the firework bandwagon, to be fair. Mm. And we went to the Fleet Lions um, fireworks display and it was 22 minutes of fabulous fireworks. It was brilliant. I've heard all sorts of really, really good reports about that and yeah. how well it was managed and everything. Oh, and the volunteers... They were so friendly and I can't imagine how many hours they were there because we just did the drop me off at the time when we think that the fireworks are going to start in about 10 minutes and then we'll be there for that. Obviously, we wore double socks for the occasion. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, we were there and we loved it. There wasn't as many stalls as usual, but there was obviously it was sold out. So it was a great turnout. Yeah, that's Lisa Rust, you know, head of the Uh, Fleet Line. So well done for you. Really good turnout. Lots of good uh, reports on that one. Yeah. It's the time of the year where the lions shine, isn't it? Yes. Well, the lions oh, do quite, don't well the lions done. do the Guildford one? I don't, I don't think Guildford one's done this year, I'm not sure. I don't but know. They normally do a really good one over there, so the lions do quite good uh, events. 
So they'll be uh, doing their little bit, of course, for Christmas when the big Christmas light switch on go on. Yeah, the festivities and everything. Mm. Yeah, so uh, of course, Campbell's is coming up very soon. We've got Farnborough, uh, Frost Fair uh, at the end of December. We've got Fleet festivities, and Aldershot's got one on the 20th as well, and Farnham on the 20th. Anyway. Look at you. Top of my brain, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that's been our seven days, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you've had a great seven days and uh, got us up to something pretty good. Or if you want to, many of the fireworks displays as well. Well done. All right, let's crack on with the rest of the show and do a little bit of this. It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Mm. Now then, D, for your advantage, I'll explain the feature here. It's a little bit of true or false. Now, we had a... Well, this happened at the beginning of the year where where we weren't in the same room together. I was on Zoom, Jack was here, Beverly was on Zoom. So let's have a little reminder, shall we, of this. Go on. I decided to learn to ice skate and loved it, got on well with it and was invited to perform in the Christmas show at the Basingstoke Ice Rink. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) I didn't believe it straight away. (laughs) You don't learn, does you? Well, let's wait and see what happens, hey? Stop it, Rog. So, uh, Miss D, uh, Beverly was telling a big fat porky that. We don't know oh. that. You need to go back and listen. Well, I think she was. Well, I just reminded she, you. She always says, I'm the best liar, but she's the best liar for more than she got for this. So, we just have to work out if we're telling the truth or not. Uh, we take it in turns. I've had my turn last week. Jack had his turn before that. So, it's the turn of Miss Bev with another cracking story. Okay. And just remember this story because you could put it in a book. Right? <laughs> no pressure at all here. It's coming out in 2023, the book. Okay, Isn't this volume two now she's doing? Maybe I, volume two. I'm We've been doing, doing quite a long time, haven't we? I'm doing chapter 14 and up to about 26, I think. Okay. So what's your story today? My story today is, a few years ago, I slept with a dinosaur at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's so funny about that. Where did you get this one from? <laughs> did, you, did, you get, did you get locked in or something? Um, no, I don't think I got locked in. Don't take this the wrong way, where they're getting mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> As you, the dinosaur. <gasps> oh, that's a bit blown about there. No, we can't say that. I thought it was just a long date, you know. <laughs> It's an open forum. It's a podcast. It's fine. It's an open it's forum. It's all fine. It's lucky I'm not sensitive. She knows I'm only joking. Love you. <laughs> so was you drunk, lost your date, and you end up in the museum and then think, oh, there he is. Why did it, why did it have to involve a date? I don't know. Just all thinking. my life does, do you yeah, reckon? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Were you drinking wine? Uh, <laughs> it's always to do with booze, isn't it? It's not to do Either with booze. Either a date or wine with uh, Miss Bev over there, by the way. Got it. <laughs> Um, there was actually no wine involved. Okay. Mm, mm. One glass, maybe. Oh, yeah. One or, you know. one or two. Medicinal. Two or three, four no one. five. Anyway, have you got any questions for her? Um, was that by choice? Yes, absolutely. Well, um, who wouldn't want to sleep with a dinosaur? That's a wow. very intelligent question from Miss yeah. D over there, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Thinking about it. I am. I'm slightly oh, really oh, thinking oh, about oh. it. We've got a good one here. 
I could ask more questions a bit later on the show, haven't we? Hmm. Um, I think... Uh, what time of the year was it? March. Oh, I was going to say, we have with the Christmas festivities. <laughs> and they forgot. Why does that... Why does that link... Try climbing on top of the tree as a fairy. Oh, OK. It's their fairy. Would you like to hear my sentence yes. again? Have your statement, please. A, a few years ago, I slept with a dinosaur at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> anyway, so we'll give you a recap in the middle of the podcast. Answers coming towards the end. So, lots to get through today, team. So, we begin with Vicky from Hive Country. Uh, we spoke to her a while ago in Camberley. So, Vicky, what do we have here on display? A range of clothing um, and jewellery, bags, accessories, um, all inspired by my love of the countryside. Um, so everything's handmade. So how do you get? How do you come up with some of these ideas? Um, so I am always kind of researching online, um, and I go to a lot of country events. So looking at what people are wearing um, and what the fashions are at the moment, and what people are kind of wanting really. So and then I just adapt that into my style yeah there's some unique things here so what we're we looking at over there for instance i see a cushion and what's that on the chair so well? um i've got a hand-painted chair there with a cushion which i hand stamp um and then you've got a wool felt fedora hat um, which is a great hat for outside in the country um, it's water resistant and then i have all the hats come with feather pins um, so I go and collect all the feathers and then make them into pins for jackets and hats. Um, so reusing everything that I can kind of find when I'm out on my walks. And some of the jewellery? Jewellery I make, yep. So I use a lot of pearls, um, a lot of bees, because I love bees, obviously with hive. Um, and um, yeah, again, just kind of things that suit um, a lot of the other products that I do. So try and kind of keep everything together and um, with the same designs. So uh, what initially gave you this concept in the first place? Um, so I did have a shop for 11 years um, and then I closed the shop and kind of went out on the road and so I do a lot of horse trials and game fairs, country events. So um, that's kind of always been my kind of dream and passion I suppose um, so just kind of altered over the last couple of years with retail changing as well so I decided to come out to events rather than just be in one place in a shop so so how has, how has Covid affected you guys um, yeah hugely um, so I had a whole year's worth of events planned from large horse trials to Hampton Court Flower Show um, so most of my events being like a week long so what do you love about Camberley Market here today um, the people are really great and I don't actually because I'm not from this area it's coming and people are loving the market as well which is really nice so every time I've been here new people have, have come up as well so I'm wanting to know that I'm coming back so which is really good so sum up high country in three words um, country um, that's cheating fashion <laughs> that's cheating <laughs> uh, can use the word country <laughs> um, okay so uh, probably probably me is a huge one so um me, my, me yeah, one. yeah um so all my kind of interests passions and that's oh, that's more than one word um, <laughs> you're cheating it is kind of just me really this is this is oh, me, me 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 that's yeah. exactly what this is excellent <laughs> 
Uh, that was lovely Vicky talking to us uh, from Hive Country. Uh, thanks for Vicky. You can find more uh, from her on her website. And it sounds a great, unique shop for you ladies if mm. you fancy picking up something. Mm, definitely. Yeah, sounds good. I think mm. you can buy everything online on her on her website. As well. It's good to have different places to go. Mm-hmm. So we're always creating great stories and we'd like to hear from you. We'll tell you how you can get in touch uh, with the team shortly on the podcast. Right. Should we have some music? Mm-hmm. Melissa Rose, this is called Runaway.
Melissa Rose, that's called Runaway on the Weekly Experience podcast. Uh, if you fancy getting yourself, if you're a musician, singer, songwriter, do get in touch uh, with the team here. And we'd love to hear some of your Christmas renditions as well for forthcoming shows that we've got. We've only got six to go after today. Oh, oh, countdown. And you guys Sets. can't wait, can you? So we start playing Christmas music and I, I won't let you yeah. at the minute. Yeah. Too early. Christmas oh. Do you think it's there? too early? Well, actually, that's a bit of a conversation in our house. So now we've hit November. Where I have uh, three children and twin girls, teenagers, and one of them was like chomping at the bit in October. We need Christmas films. We need Christmas films. And the other one's like, don't you dare do Christmas films until the 1st of November. <laughs> anyway, that one who said, don't you dare, went away in October half term, binged on a load of Christmas films while the other one's still at home going, I'm waiting till the 1st of November. <laughs> <laughs> They're teenagers. Uh, oh, I was just no like, sense. you've got some nerve, young lady, you have. And I know people <laughs> have put their Christmas trees up this weekend. I know I a couple do. of people have done that. Yeah. I mean, we just want cheering up, don't we, to be fair, but I won't let the boys play any Christmas music for at least two more weeks. Oh! Maybe the 24th of November onwards, because that's a month to Christmas. Let's go round the rounds then. When are we putting the Christmas tree up? Bev? Mine will be something like 10th or 11th of December. Miss D? Oh, I don't really have a date. I think it's once I can't stand the pressure anymore from all the children. Right. So that changes every year. One year I went, yeah, you can do it. The boxes are there, the tinsel's there, the tree's in the box there. And because I didn't do it, they didn't do it. So uh, actually, it could have been last year that we didn't actually have Well, make them have tree. responsibility for themselves, so let them yeah. do it. Yeah, if you want it, do, you do one, it. Are you one of these mums where you look at the Christmas tree when the kids have done it and go, oh, I've really got to do that again? Yeah, I am. So well, this, was, this, was, this was like last year, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you do it, you do it, you own it, you own it. And then I'm just like, no responsibility at all. <laughs> Jack? Um, I've, got, I've got budget to get a Christmas tree. So anyone who's listening and want to donate one, you know, give a shout. I yeah. thought you were waiting until after the Christmas last year to buy one in the sale. Well, I, I, had my cat, I had my cat, so I didn't, I didn't have Christmas because he just tore it all down. Oh. I had my Christmas tree, I had all, all like, window bits and everything. He just ripped it all down. Oh, no. So now he's kind of gone, I can now get a Christmas tree. I'm after a tree because I've got all the tinsels and decorations. I've got but no you tree. haven't got a room to put it in. Because I left it in my last house that I was living in. Oh, well, oh. get one On for purpose because I didn't have any more room in my car. To yeah, bring exactly. all the stuff. Oh. Just buy a real like, one. Buy upstairs. a real one with roots. Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. <laughs> so there you are. That's when we're going to be putting up the Christmas. Hey, should we have some Christmas kind of music-ish so I can talk over it? Okay. Right, yeah. Jack, hit the button, please. So then it's time to go through some of the Christmas activities going on then to get you in the mood for the festive period. Collectively, Campbell is Christmas lights switch on 20th of November. Farnham Christmas lights is on the 20th. Aldershot as well, they're doing their big day on the 20th of November as well. Uh, throughout those towns, there'll be loads of things going on as well to kick you and uh, get you hyped up for the big switch on of the 13 amps. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, uh, plus also fleet festivities on Wednesday, 24th of November from 2 in the afternoon. Are you going along, Dee? Oh, most definitely we're going. Why do you love it? 
Well, I just, when we moved to Fleet and it was like Fleet festivities is happening, I was like, what, what's all that about? And the next thing I know, we went to it. The whole main road through Fleet was closed. All the different stalls were open. There was a big wheel. There was food. All of the primary schools get involved. Everybody it is community pumped. It is massive community event. It's amazing. Yeah, well, I see. Fleet Festivities. Miss D, you, you could be the ambassador for Fleet Festivities there. <laughs> I'll take it, Roger. I'll take You'll it. take it. <laughs> uh, Farnborough Frost Fair is happening at the Queensmead on Saturday, 27th all day as well. Uh, let's go through some of the other items apart from those. Ed Sheeran's Tribute Act on Saturday, 24th of September at the Academy in Basingstoke. I got soul in Orde Boogie Basingstoke at the Royal Exchange on London Street on the 27th of November. An evening of burlesque, a burlesque at Cambly Theatre on the 27th as well. Els Bailey, fabulous singer, is going to be at the Harlington Centre in Fleet on Sunday 28th from 2.15 in the afternoon. Robbie Williams, the experience, that is, at Potter's International Hotel in Aldershot on the 10th of December. Not the real ones, they couldn't afford him. Well, he is a bit pricey, isn't he, our Robbie? Aye. Uh, meantime, Green Embers on the 11th of December will be performing at the White Hart in Basingstoke. Plus also Sugar and Sax Evening, I did say it right, happening on Saturday 11th of December <laughs> at the Alex at 8pm. Hello to Nadia. Uh, swing Christmas Party on Wednesday 27th of de- 22nd of December at the Village Hotel in Farmer. And then, do you have something else to add to that list? Do get in touch with us on the weekly experience. We'll go through some of the craft fairs a little bit later on throughout the show today here on the weekly experience. So if you'd like to email me and get something on that list, do get in touch. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey, it's the weekly experience. So plenty of things to get yourself out and about with. Now that we have Halloween and bonfire and fireworks nights out of the way and Christmas to look forward to, it's time to reflect what people have done for us on Remembrance Day. One of those such people is Kevin Nelson from the newly opened Gabardine's Bar in Basingstoke. So Bev, it's over to you. Kevin. Hi. Hi, Gabardine Bar fame owner. Thank you. With that magnificent living wall. Yeah which is needs to be seen to be believed. Yes, definitely. So either come down to the bar, ideally, or follow on Instagram. Yeah. So talking about something special today regarding it. Yes, what would you like to know? What have you just done? Uh, first time in... First time? In the... In the world. I've created a poppy in red plants. Wow. So a poppy design in red plants. You did that? Yeah, I did that, yes. So what are the red plants? They're red poncettas. I was going to say, are they poncettas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's not many red plants that you could use internally. And what have you done this for? For remembrance, to respect all the the people that are in the war and past and present. Okay. Because poinsettias are usually out at Christmas. Yes, Christmas plants. Christmas plants, aren't they? Yes. Um, so how did how did you get them so early, sort of thing? Uh, well, they're in the shops now. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, in the shops, yeah. What gave you the idea? I was woke up Monday morning, I saw Remembrance on the TV in the news, and I just thought, right, I'm going to go and buy some plants and create a poppy. And that's what I did. I went straight down to Morrison's in Basingstoke, and as I was buying the plants, the lady behind the till said she would like to help towards it. 
So they donated. Well, Morrison's oh, did. Yeah, based Lovely, Morrison's based See, there. that's wonderful. So you you must have bought how many? 37. 37 of them. So, <laughs> so they're probably going, why does that gentleman want 37? 37. Why 37? Why not 38? Because that's yeah. all they had. <laughs> <laughs> so you, then that's what you made it work with. I was loading the trolley and they was asking questions. What are they for? And then I said, I'm going to do a poppy remembrance. And then I just said, look, would you be interested? And they said, yes, we'd be interested. So they donated some and I bought some. That's a fabulous little story, isn't it? That's fantastic yeah. on its so own, isn't it? So that's the spur of the moment. Mm. So that's how you work with this kind of thing, don't you? Yes. So it's never been done before in the whole world? No, it's never been done, no. no, Which is like hats off to you. Not many people have got living walls anyway, but not. There's very little that would know how to change so quick and do it so quick. So, I mean, I've seen a photograph of this. You've got all the red flowers around the outside and then obviously the black middle. What is the black middle? The black middle was while we were decorating and rechanging the room at the back, I had a spare ceiling tile and I painted it black, cut it into a circle and painted it black. Right, and then this story goes on further because um, over Remembrance Weekend, what are you going to do? We're going to offer all veterans discount on anything they purchase in the bar. 20% 20% discount. How everyone. will they prove that they're veterans? They need to bring their ID cards. Do they? Yeah. Or, the, or their army caps? Yeah, or their army caps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where their uniform may be? Maybe. Maybe their ta- tattoos, maybe? Yeah. Have <laughs> oh. their photo taken. That's it. Okay. Does, it yeah. does it mean something special to you, Remembrance? No, not really. No, no. I've never been in the services. So. None of your family at no, all? No, no, no. no. Just something I thought would be nice to do for the community. It's very community, isn't it? And it marks a very special time in uh, the year for us all. Yeah, definitely. And then the local council did approach us a few weeks ago because they're going to do a march through the top of town and just said, could we put some seats outside for some of the old veterans to sit? And we said, yes, no problem at all. Okay, so you're becoming a real heart of the community type of place. Yeah, yeah, I suppose we are, yeah, definitely. Excellent. Well, check it out at uh, whereabouts are you again? 27 London Street in Basingstoke. And the Facebook page? Uh, Facebook is uh, Gabardine Bar and Instagram is Bar Gabardine. Wonderful. Thank you very much for that. No problem. Thank you. Kevin Nelson speaking to us from Gabardines in Basingstoke about that thing for remembrance, which is uh, something that he's created on his living wall. Yeah, Poppy, the Poppy on the living wall. I've been there. It is beautiful. Absolutely. And being the only one in the world, to start with, how does he actually know that? (laughs) But if he said it, it must be it. True. To start with. But it's really good. He's very, very creative, that man. And um, definitely worth a visit. One, to see the living wall with a poppy. Two, to have the cocktails. Three, to have the Sunday roast. And four, to enjoy the entertainment. I'm there. Why don't we go in? Should we go? We We are going in a couple of weeks, actually, because he is creating something for us. He is. Yes. We don't know what that is. That's Monday, the 15th of November. We will be there. Indeed. Oh, that sounds exciting. So you can check the full podcast with Kevin, by the way, uh, talking about Gabardines, how it all came about, the ethos behind it as well, Mm. at buzzpodcast.co.uk and then click on to Extra Bits. You'll find the full interview with Kevin there. Okay? Right. Time for the favourite bit of the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's where I come all power mad, ladies and gentlemen, before the quiz. Here we go. How are you on quizzes? Well, it just depends what the topic is. Right. These two 
have a challenge going. Do I get these points, do I? No, you don't. No, you most certainly don't. You may Girl answer, power. You may answer the questions yep. at the end of the podcast, okay? Okay. But we won't take your answers now. Right, that's fine. Because these two have to think about it. They have the time of the podcast to think about their answers. Mm. Do you do want to know the scores on the doors? Scores on the doors. Miss Power, Mad, Bev. Go on. <laughs> well, very, very, very slightly in the lead with 24 points. It's me. Oh. And Jack is slowing down with his advances. 21 and a half. Oh, it's all to play for. All to play for. Two points up for grabs. So, Jack, you need these points. And all to play for, D. Whoever loses buys the curry at Christmas. Oh! Or the nice Oxo restaurant in London. Yes. Oh, really? Or the Shard. Yeah. I think oh, we should right. have the Shard. shard. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was dinner around here. No. no. <laughs> yeah, pull your get your up. thinking cap on, Jack. Where's my Google gun? <laughs> so, today's quiz is relating to famous children. Are you ready? Famous children. Famous children. Okay. Like, for instance, who has children's name Rocco and Lourdes? Okay. Is, Is it that Ma- a question? Yes. Okay. Who has children named Rocco and Lourdes? Is it Madonna? Is it Al Pacino? Or is it Sharon Stone? Cappuccino. Not Cappuccino. <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> who Jack. has... What? Go on. No, go on. No. I was just going to say, Jack, have you got any idea? Yeah, definitely on that one. Oh, okay. You're not allowed to. If you do, you know any? Do you know? Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. You're not allowed to give him any clues. I know you two. <laughs> you probably get it right. I'll be wrong again. But kind of an idea. Phones away at this point, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I'm sitting on my hands. I'm closing my eyes. She says I'm sitting on my hands with her hands up next to her. Question two: Who has an adopted son named Ronan or Rowan? I think it's Rowan. Who has an adopted son called Rowan? Rowan. Eleanor Barkin. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer or Sharon Stone? Whose baby was... <laughs> <laughs> Whose baby with a confidential fathering is named Charles? You ready? Sandra Bullock. Holly Hunter or Jodie Foster? What was the question with that one? Who has, whose baby with a confidential fathering is named Charles? So we don't know who the dad is. Is that a different way of I saying think, it? I think that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> that's just, how the celebs say it. Confidential fathering. Sandra Bullock, Holly Hunter or Jodie Foster. I'll recap those questions again. I have no music to do it over because you two waffled on in the middle of it. But there you go. Who has children named Rocco and Lourdes, Madonna, Al Pacino, Sharon Stone? Who has an adopted son, Rowan, Eleanor Barkin, Michelle Pfeiffer or Sharon Stone? Whose baby with a confidential fathering is named Charles, Sandra Bullock, Holly Hunter or Jodie Foster? Great. What do you reckon to those questions then today, Miss Beth? Um, you like them, don't you? I like them. I, don't, I, don't like them. I like question two particularly because you can't pronounce any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan. See? Who calls it Rowan? R-O-A-N. Rowan. Rowan. Okay. Um, yeah, I quite like the questions. I'm interested in mm. the confidential fathering. Mm-hmm. I like the com- mm. So I thought, you know... Mm. We've got a little bit of a children's entertainer with us, so I thought that's why, you know. 
loosely speaking, we'd do something children-related, and I was trying to rack my brains to do something, but there you go. You could have done something to do with nursery rhymes. Well, I could have done. Anyway. <laughs> Dee, what do you reckon? How many do you think you've got? Um, oh, I think maybe two. Oh. Ooh, okay. Just remember girl code. Girl, oh, yeah. Always. Okay. Oh. Always. Don't Jack, have to tell me that. I think I'm going to do really well on this, actually. Oh, do you? Do? Yeah, I think I'm going to get all zero none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I might Lord. have a guess of one of them anyway. Jack, the, the first one I might know. Jack, you need to start saving then. I need to watch more TV. <laughs> hey, we've got only a, we've got six bonus, more after today, by the way, that you'd end up paying for the curry. Oh. Mm. Yes, we can have a one poppadom each. Now then, to reveal, <laughs> uh, reveal. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? To help you, let's say. To help you, mm-hmm. I've got a Brucey bonus for you. Mm-hmm. Right, should we have a little bit of an intro? Mm-hmm. Go on then. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you very much indeed. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and children. Welcome to the Generation Game. Nice to see you. To see you. So, the Brucey bonus five extra points for these two. Five. Five. Don't I've worry, done Dee, we've not got the it. last four weeks, Dee. And no one's got it. No one's had it. Oh, what if I get it and I'm allowed to award it? No. Oh, okay. If I get it. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone power mad already. <laughs> now, now, what I will say, the last time we had a special guest on the show, it worked really considerably well. Well, you got it right. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> what was in Serena's bag. So I thought, as we have another special guest, Miss D is here, so we're going to ask some questions to Miss D and ask what's in her bag today. Mm-hmm. So question one from Beverly is... Oh, um... <laughs> I was expecting some sort of clip. Is it um, something you'd normally keep in your bag? No. Jack? Is it furry, you know? You know, is it furry? Of, kind of got a texture to it. Uh, yeah, there, there is definitely some type of texture to it, but Ooh. not a furry texture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like a rabbit's foot, you is know. Is it hard or soft? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard. Is it eatable? No. Is it, does it come with batteries or electrical? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought we asked that. I got to eliminate it out, you know. It could be a, a watch or something. Back to it? the smut of the podcast, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, uh, it's not a photograph. It's not a photograph. No. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, I thought you then didn't team. I don't know what it is either. So if I get it, I might give two and a half points to you each. What kind of size is it? Um. Is it big or small? Uh, it's a little bit bigger than laptop size. Okay. Hmm. Or oh, is it bigger than 15 inches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good on my sizes, to be fair. That's a 15-inch one there, Dick. Is it? Is it bigger than two thumbs? That's a 7-inch there. That's, it's not 7-inch. I, th- I think maybe go inch. towards maybe 18-inch. Is it? Like a what, wide inch. and square? So is it square? Uh, yeah, I'd say... <laughs> Final it's question. oval, it's oval. Right, it's time's oval. up. Time's up for now. Come on, stop the clock. Two minute questions asking Miss D there. <laughs> Can I have a, have a recap a little bit later on? Yes. Any ideas, Bev? No? If it's oval, no. <laughs> Jack? 
No. No. Not as yet. No, Me no, neither. So we've got something 18 inches in oval. Yeah. Mm. So it can't be 18 inches all round. So it's. Why does when Beth say that sounds really, really weird? It's kind of. Anyway, we'll leave what's in bag, uh, D's bag for now, and uh, we'll save it towards the end of the podcast. We'll give it a little recap in just a while. So coming up, we hear from Paul from the Trianger Bookshop in the Mead Shopping Centre in Farnborough and what Christmas means to a young mum, Emily, and personal fitness as well. All coming up next on The Weekly Experience. Gravity Force, the coolest, fittest place on earth, right on your doorstep here in Camberley. Interconnected trampolines, angled edges so you can literally bounce off the walls. Are you having fun? Fancy yourself as an adrenaline junkie? Or if you want that next fun-filled activity with your kids, Gravity Force offers you all of this. Do you want some more? Kids, teens and adults will love the foam pit, dodgeball courts and slam dunk basketball hoops. A new way to exercise. Unparalleled, unmapped, out of this world, free jumping fun for everyone. Gravity Force Camberley. Find us at www.gravityforce.co.uk. Go on, let yourself fly. Just like this. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know what's going on today. It's the Weekly Experience. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Weekly Experience. It's Bev over there, it's Jack over there, and it's... Misty, Tabby Toes herself. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> that sounds so American. Oh Hi there. Gosh, oh my I word. Yeah. So good to see you. Oh, and you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. They wear me out, Americans, when you go into a shop like that. But the $5 smile, it's called, isn't it? Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, don't cheapen the smile, Beth. <laughs> no, it's not. Yours is a 25,000 million pound oh, smile. Thank you, my darling. We should, we should have a little feature called Bev's um, feature, you know, um, sayings, because we're quite good at one. Okay. $5 smile, where'd that come from? Well, yeah, I mean, it's like a well known American thing. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do something like that then, you know? Okay. Doing the sayings, what sayings. God, don't they create another creation? <laughs> <laughs> well, you always ask more, more features. Oh, dear me. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, talking to Miss Bev, she has a little story on her Unpack the Fact. Can you give us a little recap? Any I questions can. from us, please? I can. A few years ago, I slept with a dinosaur at the Natural History Museum. Was this a proper dinosaur or one of your exes? It was a proper dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just throwing it out there, come How on. I, I was actually thinking that and you just said it. <laughs> Do you think I'd go out with dinosaurs? I don't know, love. And what are dinosaurs like? Old fossils. <laughs> <laughs> I could come out with all sorts of sentences there, but that's a completely different kind of podcast. Um, No, it was a proper, proper dinosaur. So I was thinking on the similar lines of you, Roger. I think my question was going to be, was the dinosaur breathing? (laughs) They have been extinct for millions of years. I know, but I'm just trying to get into the scenario. (laughs) Is the dinosaur... I think that's probably... The sentence of the century <laughs> was the dinosaur breathing. Yeah, it could have been someone dressed up as a dinosaur in the Natural History Museum. Yes. Way back in okay. time. Way back well, in was, time. Was it a sleepover? Was it? You, get, you get them a lot, didn't you? Gravity Falls are sleepovers. Why not, why not a museum? Yeah, was yeah. it for charity? No, it wasn't for charity. Oh, okay. Mm. Did you get locked in? 
I've got the time. Because um, you you have a habit of being locked in, falling through ceilings, if I remember yeah, rightly. Boob saving you. Yeah, yeah boob saving you. you. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. I just picturing you <laughs> at the ceiling. Dee's looking at us strangely now. You've got to listen back to some of the old ones. I need to. Mm. Um, I don't remember. I didn't check the door, so I can't tell you whether it was locked or not. Mm. Was anybody else with you or just on your own? No, there were a few of us. Oh. oh. All, all at the same time? It's a little group setting. Oh. Mm. They're all dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> was it the a Dinosaur Appreciation Society you were with? <laughs> Do you think I belong to a Dinosaur well, I don't Appreciation know. Society? Anyone put past you, Bev? Come some really strange stuff in the past. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. I like it. Any other questions? It sounds like, um, it reminds me of A Night in the Museum. Mm. All, all magical and everything. The dinosaurs came in. Have you got um, a photo of the occasion? Um, I can't honestly say that I have. I think they had an evening movie in the museum. I was and say it was the movie, it. maybe. You know? Okay. Because uh, sometimes they do that. Uh, okay. So at the end of the podcast, Dee, we have to work out if Beverly's telling the truth or not. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Remind us of that statement, please. A few years ago, I slept with a dinosaur at the Natural History Museum. That's Bev's Unpack the Fact for today. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> it's the weekly experience. Don't forget, of course, you can get in touch with us of other teams. Should we go around the rounds of uh, who we have here today? Obviously, Dee doesn't have her... Oh, yes, Dee does have an email address now, doesn't it? This should be interesting. It's not, I'll make it live, so, yeah, we'll okay. be. So let's go around the round. It's roger at smjmediagroup.uk. It's Beverly at SMJ mediagroup.uk it's Jack at smjmediagroup.uk it's Dia smjmediagroup.uk .uk yeah, a little bit of helping out there from Bev <laughs> marvellous <laughs> so do get in touch with us if you've got something that you would like to uh, talk about on the podcast any of our podcasts they're available buzzpodcast.co.uk and then click on to the series uh, if you want the weekly experience weekly experience expert healthy life business there's loads on there buzz talks business buzz talks entertainment do you know team a fascinating fact we've created over 180 podcasts this year wow amazing have we got bully in the background there jack to go 180 trouble 20 60 another trouble 20 another 60 and another trouble 20! 180! Same Roger, you put it on, on the live one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're showing your age, bully. Post-production. Love a bit of bully? Right. Hey. right Love then. a bit of bully. I think <laughs> I fancy looking at some of the craft fairs and Christmas activities. Mm. Jack, I would love you to play some lovely Christmas music. Something nice and jolly, I feel. Go on. Let me see what's in my box. Go on then. <laughs> Brilliant. Right then, starting with the Christmas fair at Farnham Maltings, Wednesday 24th from 11am. Godamings Craft and Gift Market is Saturday 20th of November from 10am. There's a Christmas fair at the Matchett Centre in Camberley on Saturday 27th 
from 9am. Hook Junior School has their Christmas fair on the 27th from 11 till 4. Church at the Keys at Elverton Heath has a Christmas fair where Smith's Bev will be at from 10 in the morning, won't you? I certainly will be. I'll be selling my daughter's jewellery, twist gems. They're Ooh. beautiful little pieces of jewellery. Come on down. Sounds nice. Sounds lovely. Mm. Plus also a Christmas craft fair at Willows. Serena, the lovely lady, Queen of Soaps, will be there on Saturday 27th of November. Uh, Box Hill Christmas Fair on Sunday 28th of November at Burfield Bridge Hotel. Whitehill and Boredom Christmas Fair as at the Forest Community Centre on the 4th of December. Old Basing has their Christmas Fair at the Village Hall on Sunday 5th of December from 10am. Kemshot Village Hall Indoor Christmas Market from 10.30 on Sunday 12th of December. And also one of our favourites, me and Bev's, is the Portsmouth Arms in Hatch Warren, Basingstoke. They have their usual Saturday market going on, of course. And no doubt we'll be doing the extra ones on a Thursday throughout December as well. Yes, for sure. Any others that we know about? Not as yet. I think that's very comprehensively presented. Thank you very much. If so, if you'd like to add something to that list, email us around the rounds and we will include it next week on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so there you go. That's our little Christmas crafts feature for today. Right. Can I just say? Yeah. Subtle. Yeah. What was I saying? No Christmas music until the 24th of November. So you put it underneath all this festive stuff and I can't say a word, can I? No, you can't. <laughs> Stop being a Scrooge over I've, there. I've got no control over him either. <laughs> you just press the buttons over there, all right? Oh, yeah, I get told to press the buttons, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Might put a Christmas track in next week. No, you right will there. not. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do about six of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll just say it's something else. And then the more she moans, add another one to it. Yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Right, time to find out a little bit more about the Triangle Bookshop, which is based in the Mead Shopping Centre in uh, Farnborough. So, Paul, who do you cater for? Uh, customers, obviously, a lot of Christian customers, a lot of churches around, and fellowships as well. Um, so not just mainstream churches, but various others all use us for various things. Do they buy uh, them or borrow yeah. them? No, buy them. Okay. I mean, we, we've got second-hand books as well. We've got a lot of second-hand uh, products there. Um, but you'd be surprised. I mean, I'll probably supply nearly 50 churches at one time or another in the area. Well, it's not just Farnborough. I mean, it's all the shop, Camberley, um, you know, a few in Fleet, those who don't use the Fleet uh, Christian bookshop. We don't tread on their toes. We wouldn't dream of doing that. Um, and um, the, even now, Basingstoke, Midget, all sorts of areas like that. Guildford even, because Guildford did have a Christian bookshop and it's now closed. Right. So um, we cover um, what area we can. And that's all sorts of people. You know, we're there for people. So some people don't even buy anything. They just come in and order chat, order listening ear. It's like a community space <coughs> then as well. As well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's really confidential, obviously, there'll be... There's a couple of rooms upstairs. We can go up there all, all windowed and properly... Um, properly addressed from confidential point of view. Okay, so, what do you have um, in-house counsellor-style people, befrienders? Um, well, that's just the staff, that's us. But uh, there is a counselling service, but that's um, an outside person who does that. Do you There's have a bank people. of um, volunteers? Not a bank, they're no, just people we can call on. Okay. It's so difficult to have a bank of people, because what do you ask them to do? Be on hand for that morning when they're probably doing something else by then? They want to know what they're doing mm. before that. It's a bit difficult, but... We have got people we can call on. Even I can do the cafe if I need to. 
Mm. I do a mean cup of coffee, so that's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know whether I do, actually, but it's fine. Nobody said anything detrimental? <clears throat> no, nobody's fallen over yet. No, anything like that. No, no. <laughs> I don't like coffee myself. So what that. else do you do? Do you do cakes? Do you do paninis? That kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, toasties. We don't do paninis so much, but we do toasties. They do meals um, made upstairs. Cakes, loadly cakes, I would venture to say virtually the best in the in the borough but I bet virtually the best otherwise I'd be Allegedly, in trouble to say yeah. now, <laughs> no, I'd tell you they're really lovely actually but Lowesley Farm at Guildford yes. they make them there yeah and, they're uh, tasty oh they're very nice yes very nice I avoid them like the plague actually because they're not well, you, I good. think it's your duty actually <clears throat> to make sure that they're nice and good enough for everybody to eat so Absolutely. every time a batch comes in you know you're only doing oh, yeah. what you're supposed to do that's why I break the occasional bar of chocolate as well because it falls on the floor then I've got to eat it you've got to try yeah. Yeah. yeah make sure protect yeah. everybody worry. I'm aware of all these things don't worry. <laughs> I love that you're taking your responsibilities seriously yeah I am yes yeah, <laughs> that was Paul Taylor joining us from the Triangle Bookshop in the Meads in Farborough uh, you can catch the full podcast uh, with Paul at buzzpodcast.co.uk ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us on today's show a little bit of a musical interlude before before we kind of get into Christmas means to me. Sorry, that's a bit of Christmas music in under that as well. <laughs> Do apologise, Beth. Yeah, you're so sincere. This isn't Christmas related though. This is a lovely song from Charlotte Campbell. This is called Hello and uh, Hello and Hi. Reminds me. Do you know Kate Nash? Have you heard of Kate Nash? Yeah. 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 Kate Nash. Have a listen to this. I think it's very, very similar. Cause I just can't find the words 
high a uh, bit of Kate Nash do you reckon Dee? Mm, yeah I think so yeah it's sort of like that vibe it was lovely songs her voice is beautiful it is absolutely beautiful uh, hopefully we want a Christmas song from you Charlotte mm. we're going to have to travel to London oh dear me she has got all her, to us Jack she ha- no she won't come because she's in main, she's kind of like um, busking every single day of the week Monday to Sunday basically I tell you what we could do though seriously when we go up to the Shard we can pop in and see her first yes, thing yes good idea Bev company yeah. expenses Fant- to start with fantastic lovely Love lunch yeah. or dinner after yeah fantastic <laughs> and of course we've got Miss D now joining us yes, yes. So, yeah. oh yeah more expense for the management <laughs> hope you're listening management <laughs> Anyway, so uh, if you've got a track that you would like to submit for the weekly experience, do get in touch with us and we could be included on a forthcoming edition. Now, we talk about this today. Mm-hmm. As we have an equal pairing here. Yes. Two guys. Two ladies. Ladies. You stu- like that, dear ladies. Yeah. Dear ladies. Oh. I don't know, a new study found that men complained about feeling sad significantly more than women online, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I've got a reason why. Yes. Maybe because they don't get a word in edgeways at home. No, I think that's being a bit controversial. <laughs> I would say it's because ladies talk more. They're more open and talk with each other more, whereas men go, yeah, everything's fine, and they just mm. are kind of blunt with it all. Shall I go through the rest of the survey? And then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an example. Oh, there we go. We didn't get a chance to talk. That's, oh, that's why we're sad, yeah, isn't it? Exactly, you can't get in yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, the majority of people go through three major breakups before they're 30. Oh. But it seems that men find heartbreak more painful after splitting up than women. Really? The study also believes women are more likely to tell friends or therapists about their sadness. Mm. Yeah. Also, researchers concluded that men and women experience heartbreak in the same way, but women are more likely to seek therapy and talk about their emotions in person. And finally, this was the opposite of men who found it easier to ask for help and speak up anonymously. I can never say that word. Anonymously. Anonymously online. So there you are. Discuss. We're allowed to talk now. You can talk now. Okay, thank you. (laughs) So you're saying that men take heartbreak and splitting up harder. Yeah than women mm. full stop or because we analyse it and talk about it with our girlfriends yeah I think so because yeah, we, yeah, we don't talk about it in no, the no. pub do we Jack guys mm. don't talk no 
So how would you guys deal with breakups? I, I would, because I'm not a normal guy, you know. I, w- I would talk about <laughs> my feelings, I'm happy with that, you know. Yeah. But m- normal guys are in the pub, you know, man drink, yeah, man. It's I was going to be, yeah, football, you know. Is are, that you yeah. are you partially a woman? <laughs> no, just like, I'm more open. I can. I don't mind discussing how yeah. I feel or, or, you know, talk about things. You're in touch mind. with that feminine ability to be able to communicate yeah, yeah, yeah. your feelings. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Roger? I think I talk about it as well. I don't think I shy away from talking about it. Do you know, I have to say, since I've known both of you, you, I would vouch for both of those sentences, actually, because you do. we have quite often have deep and meaningful conversations and a lot of men don't actually. But that's maybe generalising because perhaps people are getting more in touch with talking about, you know, the whole mind thing and mental health. Men are mm. are being more proactive in that regard. Yeah, it's more encouraged now, isn't it, as well? And mm. it's, that it's okay to do that. Yeah, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's absolutely okay for all of those things. Whereas women, we've kind of been... I'm going to say the weaker sex seen as, but that isn't that, is it at all? It's nothing to do with that. I know she's looking at me very controversially. <laughs> it's nothing to do, but we because we've been perceived to be that, we um, are allowed to cry. We're allowed to talk yep. inanely. Yep. I don't mean inanely either, but what I mean is that's a powerful thing, and now men are catching up with that. Yeah, and and you know it's not that women wouldn't normally go to women first but I think in those situations before it even gets to that we would want to have those conversations with the men but if they're not if they're not schooled and they've not been practicing it all their lives which Mm. we have as women Mm. maybe that's when they fall short because it's not something that that they would naturally do whereas we would naturally do it and I think yes exactly it's the old school style of parenting again generalizing as opposed to who we are as parents now bringing up sons in a different way mm. so that's kind of because yeah, you talk go back to like, yeah, the old days you know your dad would say to you you know don't cry don't do this yep. it's kind of hit mm. through that whole child more for the, the, the male side you're mm. not meant to cry you're not meant to show this you're a man mm. you know the man in the house I mean, that's going back way back, isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking about before. Women are allowed to cry. They're allowed to be vulnerable. They are allowed to just chat and stuff like that. But it's nothing. There's those role models that completely change. It's kind of taken, like, years and years for people, for the the male side, more like, you know, it's acceptable to cry, acceptable Mm. to do this, because they weren't holding it in and and, kind of thing. It's healthier. Yeah. My my, my kids are kind of like, my my boys kind of more in touch with their talk about things, you know? Yeah, um, and I, I wouldn't close my son down either. If he started crying, I actually let him know that that's okay because that's how he's expressing it and it needs to come out somehow. And with my daughters now, um, after s- you, I don't know whether you're going to end up wanting to keep this in, I just said to them, girls, honestly, talk about it because it's not worth a gallstone. No. Because <laughs> talk about it because it's not worth a gallstone. I mean, that is a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing as well, for a guy to cry, it's like showing your your weaknesses. Yeah. Oh, that's kind strength. of what's drummed I in by your, your, the yeah. fathers, you know. But if you do show that, especially to a woman, then we sort of connect with that vulnerability and then communication can open up to a whole new level. So actually, by, by men showing their emotions and by crying, it will actually bring that relationship together. That's Even absolutely more. right. I call that emotional intelligence yeah. because you're happy to be who you are and real. 
Mm. Roger, you're sitting quietly. No, oh. I'm, I'm just <laughs> interested by the fascination conversation I was going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's but good to talk about it because, you know, as uh, have, uh, you know, I've been in previous relationships where I have, you know, talking uh, talking about it, you know, I've had some quite bad breakups in the, in the past or whatever. And I remember one of them was on holiday and I just cried my eyes out on oh. holiday. Mum and dad were wondering, what's, what's the matter with you? So it's like, you know, so I showed my, I do show my emotions. Mm. And yeah. sometimes, yes, I do shy away from it a little bit. Yeah, like, it's, it's easy to show your emotions to your mum, but it's more like if you're in a relationship, you need to kind of show it to your partner to say, think it's so. like open communications, isn't it? Mm. You know, don't just hold everything in, show your feelings, show yeah. how you feel, especially if you're having an argument over something, you know, express it a little bit more. Don't yeah. kind of, shouts you know yeah because women women can also think that because you're not showing the emotion then we can think that means you don't care Mm. and that's not it is it no it's not it at all i think it's good to talk about it yes definitely we've all concluded that more talking there you go from both sexes try and get some help or talk to your loved one or talk to friends friends support Mm, definitely exactly or if you've got no one else can send us an email yeah. <laughs> talk we're to always us. happy to talk oh, for yeah. sure talk. Roger's helpline <laughs> exactly so we love creating this feature on the podcast it's quite magical as well you know Christmas here we go you know Christmas is coming slight change of tone yeah. what does Christmas mean to you so Emily we're can personal coaches here so Emily over to you Merry Christmas everyone oh, 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 oh. from us here Merry Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Oh, that's just what we want, isn't it? A fitness coach this side of Christmas. Exactly. I know New Year. Any tips? <laughs> Any tips before we uh, delve ourselves into that turkey? Oh, you know what? This is why I say, you know, you, you've got to have a life. You've got to indulge. When, when you, you know, you can't. You're encouraging. Not, we I know, like I know. We like them already. But then January, come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> I can help well, with those classes. classes. <laughs> Available first of Jan onwards. New re- resolution: lose weight after you've had a big out sign for Christmas. So do you like Christmas? I love Christmas. Love Christmas. Do you know what's best? Uh, I think it's because I've got my two girls, my little girls and my little family and it's just, that is the best is seeing them Christmas morning and um, oh look, that elf on the shelf is going to be coming back, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, elf yeah. on the shelf. I just realised that but I secretly like it. So what does it, this, this little, because I've got grandchildren and the shelf, the elf we have on my daughter's shelf gets up to all sorts of mischief. How come they, you know, why do know. we want the elves in I the know. house? We are promoting like a naughty a situation. But they find it hilarious. Violet literally thinks like the elf has been like pouring flour all over the kitchen. Well, yes. She really thinks he's been up in the night. I'd be scared. If that was did, me. Did you know, do you know our Rog is actually Elf on the Shelf? Competitions. He was Elf on the Shelf last, last year. year. Elf yeah. last year. Oh, you can and imagine he, it. Look. He must be able on the video doing it as well at Gravity Force. <laughs> I, need, I need to see this. <laughs> you do. Scroll back. It's I still up it. on YouTube. I'll send you the link I later. Do. Oh my God. <laughs> you've, given, you've given me another idea, Emily, there. Oh, but. Yeah. So you, you really love Elf on the Shelf, or your daughter does? Yeah, but it's because that 
first, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to do it. It's going to be too much. You've got to, you know, you've got to commit to it. Mm-hmm. But then when I did it, I was like, every night, I was like, ooh, what can the elf do? <laughs> <laughs> With her Barbies, like... Yeah, so who, who is the wicked one, yes. the mother or all the elf? I, I know. Are you yeah. leading the elf? I know, right? maybe, maybe. It could be that. So that's what you love. You love the, little, the look of wonder on their faces. And yeah, the elf. Well, This is, is a great time for the mum to misbehave and blame it on the elf. There you go, see? Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. That's a different way of doing it, isn't it? The elf won't be doing exercises then. I might get a little... Sh- can you get, like, miniature kettlebells and weights? Imagine. <laughs> Don't ask us. Do we look fit? Here's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, wine drinker water. to my... Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Oh, oh Elf on the Shelf, you can get um, different outfits for him. So anybody out there making these outfits, we need a gym version. A gym And some kettlebells and yeah. Yeah, the weights. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're on Christmas Day here at the moment then. So think of Christmas Day. What's it like in your household? Oh, my God. Chaotic? Just, well, yeah, wrapping paper and toys. And what time of the morning does it start for you? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's going to be probably about 6am start. Oh, not bad. That's not yeah. Not do you open the Christmas presents all in one go in the morning, or mm. just kind of put out throughout the day? No, but my little girl Violet won't. Yeah, she'll want them all. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lily's only like fourteen months, so she won't know. So it will just. <laughs> it's like how they open one present. They go right. Thanks, then. Right. Next, next present. Next I present. Know, and then they come back to them the next day, don't they? What about Christmas dinner if the children are very little? Is that a big feature? Yeah, well, actually, this year we're going to go to the um, De Havilland pub. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're going to try it out. We've never done that before. You're booked um, in then? Yeah, we are booked in. Already? So, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I just thought I wanted to try something different. Are you a traditional, like chicken, turkey, all the trimmings? Kind yeah, of thing? all the trimmings, yeah. definitely, yeah. Chicken. Nice. So there's I'd a lot of shortage this year then? Yeah. <laughs> there won't be. <laughs> no, uh, so obviously Christmas Day and all that kind of thing. Do you remember Christmas as a child yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. I loved Christmas. My t- my sisters and my mum and we'd go around, well we'd, we'd go around my nana's house. It was, yeah, it was great. I love, it's such a nice, so, you know, it just makes you feel warm inside mm. and you just think, oh my God. And that's what I'm trying to do. Like I want to, have like my girls have the same feeling like oh Christmas has to be at home like, I think it's going to be a big festive affair this year don't you oh, think oh yeah of course it is isn't it because we didn't have, really have it it was cancelled last year we didn't have year. it last year so it's nice I to really see that it's all looking more normal you liked it last I year I did yeah I thought I was dreading it a little bit thinking oh no but you I kind just, of focused your mind on it didn't you you yeah. needed to have a good time and get to boat but you could only be out until you had to be back to where you were supposed to be by Boxing Day morning or something ridiculous oh, well I just had Lily Lily was only like a few months so it was quite nice but I felt like the pressure was taken off a bit and I'd be like somebody's told you not allowed to go yeah, anywhere like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just stay at home don't worry no no if, damn <laughs> yeah. well have, have, have a lovely Christmas Thank time you, with you your little too. family and come back and talk to us about having being fit so we've yeah. got to say Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas there you go. What Christmas means to Emily Wickham today on the Weekly Experience podcast. We've got another one of those next week on the show. It's nice hearing what other people think about Christmas. What's special to them, isn't it? And Miss D, you were on last week's show. Mm. What Christmas means to you? Yeah, so I just, I'll just definitely make sure that we that we do have a big turkey this year and we don't have it on Boxing Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing that story. If you haven't heard the story... Make sure you listen to last week's show, ladies and gentlemen. Right, time to crack on with repeating today's quiz. Here we go. So I'll rattle through these questions. Who have children called Rocco and Lourdes, Madonna, Al Pacino or Sharon Stone? Who has an adopted son called Rowan? I say Rowan. That sounds better this time. Yeah. Helena Barkin, 
Also, Michelle Pfeiffer or Sharon Stone. One of those is correct. You tell me which one it is. Whose baby were with a confidential fathering. That's what the wording was on the quiz. Is named Charles, Sandra Bullock, Holly Hunter or Jodie Foster. Okay. Those are your three questions. How many are you going to get right, Dee? Oh, I thought there was four, so my calculations aren't very good. <laughs> I'm still going to, though. I'm still so going to. Dee's going to get four, right? <laughs> okay. Jack? I'm going to get one. One. <laughs> Beverly? Yeah, zero. I've got Go a on, confident one only. Oh, come on. That's it. So that's our quiz for today, ladies and gentlemen. If you think you know, save your answers and we'll give you the answers at the end. So it's time to quiz D mm-hmm. with what's in her bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you look at your bag? So, so far no, it's 18 you... inches long and oval <laughs> and hard. It's hard 18 inches long and yeah. oval. Oh, Ooh, it's is in it, a Morrison's it a, bag as well. Is it kind of a frame, is it? Um, Sort of. Hmm. Oh, Jack's, I think Jack's Is it something that has been made especially for you? Mm, Not initially. Oh. Is it it got like hands on the picture maybe or something in the frame or? Yes. Yeah, I've got an idea what it is now. Ooh, Ooh, Jack's on for a winner here. Five points, right? Yeah, five Five points points if it does. Sorry, did you say 15 points? Did you say 15? (laughs) He needs these five points. What we do, Dee, is we write it down on our phones and hold it up at the same time, and Roger looks at them both and then. Well, you have to to show it to Miss Dee because I don't know what's in there. Okay, Mm. of course. Not to help you along the way, you see, this is the whole Mm. point of this week. So it wasn't made initially for you. Is it yeah. a bespoke item, though? Yes. It is bespoke. Yes, it's bespoke. So not Loving. you. I'm not going to say nothing to give it away. <laughs> I, could, I could be still wrong, though. <laughs> I keep going with the questions just to make sure you're right. So who was it actually made for? Um, well, it was... It was. Mm, it gives it away, otherwise. So it was made for... So it, it was made and in a sort of way that the owner will then come forward for it if that makes sense no okay so so it, so for example it was made but it wasn't made specifically if it was for you bev it wasn't made specifically for you however it was made and then you saw it and you became the owner so it was made for you okay right Does so that make sense? they're all individual I'm confused now. and when you were drawn towards it yeah that became yours yeah so it was it was probably called to you it was like a inspired from above for okay. you okay yeah okay but when the when the person created it they didn't know who the person would be who was going to receive it that's it yeah. I am lost now uh. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes less is more information or any more, more questions Jack Final question? No, I'll give you time to think about it. Bev, any okay. more final questions? No, I'm going to absorb the information I have been given. Okay, right. We'll Answers see. coming up a little bit later on. Right, still to come then. We hear from Debbie from the Basingstoke Heritage Society in Basingstoke. And Bev's, is she pulling a fast one on us today with her Unpack the Fact? Plus, we try and guess the item in Dee's mystery bag on the Brucey Bonus. All coming up next on the Weekly Experience. 
Funny Bones Comedy Club. All over the shop in Farnham, different parts of Guildford, Camberley, all over the place. Check out the website. Oh. What's the website called? Funnybonescomedy.com. <laughs> Check out funnybonescomedy.com. There's a right laugh in it. <laughs> Talking to you with real stories, real people, real life. This is the Weekly Experience. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Weekly Experience. It's Bev, it's Jack, and it's Misty from Tabby Toes. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Lovely to see you once again. <laughs> why did you go there. into America? I don't know accents. why you go into America. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't, just don't know. It's just there all the time. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> That's a really good, really good impression, that one. That's really good. Well, thanks. Thanks, Jack. Anyway. Not, not you. Oh, no. <laughs> Did like him. All <laughs> uh, right, then. Let's uh, get your uh, yourselves on the podcast, by the way. If you fancy being part of this ying ding, do get in touch with us. You can uh, email us uh, uh, to Bev, Jack, or me, or Miss D over there, because she's part of our team now. Mm. Oh, I love she's that. She's joined again. Yeah, she has. Uh, you are creating a podcast. Let's uh, do a little uh, introduction, really. You're doing a podcast to the mummies. I am, yeah. So we're going to be launching these amazing mummies. And this is for just to a nice little chat space, a time where we can come together. And it's all local mummies. So please do get in contact if you would like to be involved and you would like to come and sit with me around the table and we'll let you know topics in advance. I'm not going to spring anything on you, but it could be a topic that you feel passionate about or an experience that you've been through and you want to share with other mummies that that just let them know that they're not alone and it's not just them that experience certain things in life and so we can all support each other champion each other encourage each other and promote each other as well so it's i'm really excited i bet you are sounds really good doesn't it looking forward to this uh which is going to be recorded in the next few weeks or so just setting our date up at the moment so yes very exciting i will let you know when we know a little bit more tease it <laughs> so then, ladies and gentlemen, should we crack on with the rest of the show and do this? It's time to unpack the fact. Unpack the fact. True, false, false, true, true, false, false, true. Hmm. So then, the story today comes from Miss Bev. Mm, a few years ago, I slept with a dinosaur at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Was she allowed to take a picnic? Uh, no. So they, didn't, so they didn't feed you? Yes, they did. Okay. They did feed me. Or did, us. Did I you say. get much sleep? Did the dinosaurs keep you awake at night? <laughs> the snoring. The snoring kept me awake. What, from the dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, from other people who oh, were sleeping oh. there with me. What's this Bev's OAP group she's going to? And you know? said it wasn't for charity. <laughs> it wasn't for charity at all, no. Did you have your sleeping bags and pillows? Let me just think. No, they gave you they gave you sleeping things. H- who's they? Who's they, yeah. The museum people. The museum Muse- people. See, Jack was there. Oh. <laughs> or the OAP team leader. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sleep the whole night or was it even the night? It was the whole night. Yeah, I slept the whole night. And it wasn't for charity? Under, dino- yeah, with a dinosaur. Were you there as part of a team member or something, you know, in, in coordinating well, this kind of... No, no, it's a completely standalone occasion where um, 
slept all night and had dinner with a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, and dinner! <laughs> Told you they oh, were right. old relics that she goes out with. <laughs> was, this, was this a comedy night, was it? You know, he just didn't leave. <laughs> Locked in. <laughs> now that would be a good idea, a comedy night there. Yeah, yeah. It would be fantastic. But no, it was nothing. It was years before the comedy. Just me and the dinosaurs. Yeah. And I think people. we need to make a decision, don't you? Yeah. She's so hard. Right. So, uh, so I'll go three, two, one, and then you all say at the same time whether you think it's true or false, just for you. Okay. Ready? Are we all yeah. ready? I'm go ready. Then. Go on then, Beth. Three, two, one. True. False. True. <laughs> so there's two truths and a false. Yeah, yeah. I said false. I said true. You said false. You I said, said true. 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 You said true. Right, okay, so... It was actually. Oh gosh! True. Ooh. Ooh. So split votes today. Oh, go on then. Tell, tell us the story. So what happened was, and I'm not quite sure whether they still do this, but you can have party nights at the Natural History Museum wow. where you can go along with children of a certain age and you take them along and you have a dinosaur experience so you can have all the, the museum closes and you can go round all the whole museum guided and you have dinner and you have breakfast and you set up your um, sleeping arrangements which they provide you with mostly we basically sleep in your clothes but mm -hmm. and you have all the girls along one side underneath the dinosaur tail wow. and all the boys on the other side and you go to sleep on a hard floor all night and then wake up and have breakfast in the morning i love it i'm sold I think it's I think completely fantastic yeah, i think they still do that though you know and one of the wonderful things where you're lying there on this floor and that didn't matter at all it was just lovely looking at those gorgeous stairs and the balcony yeah. and the ceiling and you could just get up and wander around wherever you wanted at any point at all it was really really great and i took my youngest daughter and probably about seven of her friends and my other children and my husband wow. and there was numerous other people there doing it it's great <gasps> and it wasn't that expensive to be fair either I love the sound of that. It's, it's something different, isn't it? You yeah. Know? yeah. I 100% recommend it. It was I, gorgeous. I need to see if that's still going and on. You, and you didn't watch a movie then? The didn't, didn't watch a not movie. Not a museum movie. Oh, I don't know. No, I know. That was a bit of a loss on them, wasn't it? But no, we had talks on things and there were spiders and insects and all sorts of stuff. It was just really, really interesting. You could, um, you could do a really good gig there, like like in a museum movie mm. in the night in a museum. Then 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 get actors do like things that make it as if they come out of the movie. Yeah, kind of creep people out a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, that would be really good for Henry. Do you remember? Is it oh, Henry yeah. that? Ah, uh, yes. Anywhere film festival. Anywhere film mm. festival. Yeah, that would suit him. He does like horror movies it? in the woods or any oh, movies. He gosh, picks the theme of the movie yeah. and goes there, doesn't he? No, that that was really good. It's one of those bucket list things. Not that I agree with bucket lists, but it was. Definitely something that stays in my mind. Lovely. I love it. Is a bucket list American thing, is it? Oh. I don't know. Practically. Yeah. I know Americans talk a lot about bucket lists. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Yeah. Okay. Just to see. Okay. So, Mesa change. you were telling the truth. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Mel, she's always lying. No, I'm always <laughs> telling the truth. Was so the points for that? No. 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 Okay. no. <laughs> Next week is the turn of Jack. Oh, so no. I'm giving you the weak warning. Return of the Jack? Yeah. Weak warning. 
Jack will be doing Unpack the Facts. One week warning, Jack. Oh. How long have you got? So, Dee, remind him tomorrow that he's Unpack the Fact a week, yep. six days' time. I to, I <laughs> he won't I remember. To, no, I managed to play them off a little bit for a few weeks. I think I had a break. <laughs> <laughs> they go, whose time this week? Your turn. Is it like from me to you, from me to you? Yeah, kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> then he's only caught on, he hasn't done one for weeks. <laughs> so that's our Unpack the Fact for today, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you got it right. Well done to you if you did. Across Berkshire, Hampshire, Surrey, it's the weekly experience. Now, I was really interested in history at school. That's why I spend half my time preparing my radio shows, where I would sit for hours talking to myself. Nothing ever changes, hey? No. So, <laughs> Deb is here uh, from the Heritage Society in Basingstoke. How long has it been running? It's been going about 35 years. Now, as you know, probably everybody knows, don't they, that Basingstoke was, had a huge development in the 1960s um, and was massively altered, really, all this central part. Um, but by the time we came into being, little other bits were being knocked down that perhaps should have been saved. And so the Heritage Society was formed initially to try and save a small cottage hospital. Um, we failed. We usually fail. But I mean, you, you know, you, we raise, you raise the issue. And out of that, you know, the council drew up a local list of buildings of historic or heritage interests. So that's all worked well. Um, we've been part of establishing conservation areas in the town so we've got areas basins that benefits from having quite a lot of um, good solid housing between the town centre and the ringway which is a benefit to it as well as all the new development outside the ringway some of it from town development and some of it from um, later so a lot of those areas are quite well established. They've got houses from uh, the mid-19th century. Mm. Um, so that's really what we do. We've also had an exhibition at Willis. We organised a Heritage Open Day. We've, um, we've produced a Jane Austen in Basingstoke walk, self-guided walk, because obviously this was Jane Austen's town for the first 25 years of her life. Oh, was it? Is you, that you, learning thing? you might think it was Winchester, you might think or it Chorten. was Or Oh, Chorton. This is where she came to dance. Right. So we're in Church Street. Yep. Um, if we went uphill to the top of town, to Marketplace, that's where the former town hall was, the old town hall, which was where Jane Austen danced. Um, and that town hall survived until about 1830, when a new town hall was built, and that's now the Willis Museum in Marketplace, which is a really interesting museum, really good Is that where the statue is up the top That's there? where she oh, is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you've uh, developed this walk, and somebody goes around and does a guided tour of it all? Um, I did quite a lot of guided tours in sculpture year, which was um, 2017. Yeah. <laughs> um, Covid's put the mockers on a lot of that, but yeah, I should be going back to doing uh, Jane Austen walks um, and general town trail walks because we have a, we wrote the text for the town trail, which the council do print for us. So what's the town trail then? Does that take you from one his, um, place, heritage place to another? Yeah, it does. It walks you around the town, starting in the marketplace, um, and ends you up I think in East Rock Park, which is over on the... Uh, so how long is the, the walk? As long as you want, really. I mean, obviously, if you you know, if you're worn out after an hour, you can <laughs> stop. Stop in one of the many bars. You can stop and start again. I mean, it's, you know, it's not it's not supposed to be some kind of rigorous trail, you know. 
That was a lovely Debbie talking to us from the Basingstoke Heritage Society. She was lovely, wasn't she? She was very, very knowledgeable. Mm. I would want her on my team. I know. Definitely. Yeah, a good old quiz team. Yes, 100%. I think that that's a that's an opportunity in the making. I think so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can hear the full podcast with Debbie talking about Basingstoke's Heritage Society at buzzpodcast.co.uk. Click on to Weekly Experience Extra Bits. Okay, so there you are. That was a really interesting chat. Uh, hopefully you will be doing more with the Heritage Society's across Hampshire, Berkshire and Surrey in the next few months, year time. Mm, definitely. I mean, it did definitely spark an interest for us, didn't it? And we thought, wouldn't it be great to find out about all the towns from the Heritage Societies in each town? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Little history feature on the weekly experience mm. we thought was great. Might be a new series in the new year. Mm, nice. Watch this space. Talking to you with real stories, real people, real life. This is the Weekly Experience. Now, talking of New Year, uh, next week, as I said, it's six weeks to the big show, the Christmas show. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, we'd start with a thought next week. We start looking back at some of the guests we've had on the Weekly Experience. Okay. Uh, Of course, remember January and February? Remember some of those people that we had? Mm, They were all by Zoom, weren't they? Sarah from Past and Present. Oh, yes. Yeah, see? Jill from Jill Bees. Oh, yes. Richard from Nibs Gin. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. I can't forget that one. It's got gin in it. <laughs> and the many others. Now, before we disappear today, I thought we'd share you this. I, I want Dee's views on this, what we did. What we created, Dee, on the mm-hmm. podcast, uh, kind of uh, December, January, February, March, we did a big thank you to the NHS. Oh, nice. That's lovely. And this was a lovely piece of music created by Ant. Mm-hmm. That we played weekly. Indeed. So we thought we'd recap one of them, especially for you. Have a listen oh. to this. Come to me, my love. Rest here. Everything they've done over the, the last year, because it's been a huge struggle for everyone. Yeah, just a massive thank you. And to thank everyone you to all our customers that have actually helped us going. So you could be alright. So you'll be alright. Just stay here with me. Hi, I'm Paul Glenn from 
Sandra training. Uh, I would like to, to, to thank the, um, the nursing homes that are having to deal with such stress and strain at the moment uh, at, at this time. Um, unfortunately, my, my father uh, died uh, in May uh, last year from COVID in a, a nursing home, but they were absolutely superb with him and, and for all of the, the, the folk living there. Uh, and uh, I, I can't imagine what they're having to cope with. Thank, I've got to thank them from the bottom of my heart. experience studio be so quiet i got goose pimples that just reminded mm. me about how powerful one that song was mm-hmm. and to that space in time mm. that we went through at the beginning of this year and all of last year mm. we did and that how for, far we've come now we did that for about four months d wow using what that you, lovely piece of music it just reminded me of a love letter from god mm. oh Really got me. It's been a massive, massive, massive journey. You think in the last few months, since May the 17th when we were allowed back out. And okay, we've got trials and tribulations and there's still challenges. But where we were back then, it's huge, isn't it? Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing. That's okay. We'll be looking back at our last year or so on the weekly experience when we start with uh, January and February next week on the podcast. Right. Time to sort the business of today's quiz. Here we go. So then, team, who has children's names called Rocco and Lourdes? Is it Madonna? Is it Al Pacino? Or is it Sharon Stone? We'll go around the rounds and we'll start with Jack. I was thinking Madonna. Beverly. Madonna. Miss D. Madonna. One point each. Okay, who had an adopted son named Rowan? Eleanor Barkin, Michelle Pfeiffer, or Sharon Stone? Bev. Michelle Pfeiffer. Jack. Sharon Stone. Miss D. Michelle Pfeiffer. What did you say, Jack? Sharon Stone. You get one point then. (gasps) Wow. Pressure. Pressure, Jack. Under pressure. Okay, here we go then. (laughs) Whose baby with a confidential fathering, as it's worded here, is named Charles, Sandra Bullock, Holly Hunter, or Jodie Foster? Should we ask Miss D first? Yeah, Miss D. I went with Jodie Foster. You're going with Jodie Foster. Jack, were you going with her? What was was it again, Quinny? Whose baby with a confidential fathering is named Charles, Sandra Bullock, Holly Hunter or Jodie Foster? Sandra Bullock. I'm going to go Jodie Foster as well. 
Jack, you let me down. Oh. The points go to the girls. Yay! Two each. Jodie Foster it is. Okay. So. Because Sandra Bullock actually adopted. Did she now? She adopted, yes. Uh, okay. I definitely knew it wasn't her. So that means one point each. Is that right, Bev? Yeah, it's Joe. One point each. One point to Jack. One point to Beverly. Sorry, Mister, you don't get any points it's okay. just for taking part. You know, yeah, it the whole count. fun of it. It does count. Right, play that other <laughs> bit of music then, Jack. So then, what is in? D's bag five points up for grabs for you two today if right. you can identify what's in her bag any so more questions so we need just a recap don't we we yeah. need a recap mm-hmm. yep so we're talking oval 18 inches of hard material yeah it's got something to do with hands oh, it sounds yep. rude it's not made it's bespoke but yeah. not made for a particular individual, and the individual makes it theirs. Mm. Well, they will be drawn to it, I would say. They're drawn to it. Yeah. Jack, can you add to that summary? No. It's, got, it's kind of confusing, because <laughs> I kind of got that, like, oh, I had an idea then, and you threw he that was, in. It's like, he was oh, so confident, ladies and gentlemen, just a few moments ago, <laughs> weren't you, eh? Yes, definitely <laughs> was. Yeah. Uh, Put a spanner in the work. It's, the, ha- <laughs> it's the hands thing, because I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Mm. And I know what you're thinking, but then the bespoke bit. Right, let's wrap it up then. Right, um, you've got to write your answers down oh, then yes, okay. to show oh. Miss D. Can I just say mine? <sighs> no, well, we have to say it at the same time, and that's... Well, it doesn't matter. Don't, uh, just don't being worry. a real breaker. Right, Jack, your answer. Well, I, think, I think it's um, like a frame print of um, Charles' hands. That's what I thought. Okay. Bev? Um, I think it is a prayer in a frame. Ooh! It's not a prayer in a frame. What is it, Misty? It's not child's hands either, but it is a bespoke um, design. It is a bespoke picture that someone has created themselves, and it does have hands on it. Mm-hmm. It is of two people doing rock and roll dancing. I need to show you. Yes. And when I say to you that it wasn't specifically made for me, but then it ended up being for me, this was... This is it. We'll take a picture so that podcasters can see what it is. Wow. Oh. Wow. So it is bespoke picture from my dear friend in New Zealand. It's come all the way from New Zealand. She has her own art company called um, divinecreativity.com and she had drawn this of two individuals rock and roll dancing. So my dad unfortunately passed away suddenly who lived in New Zealand in um, May this year. And one of the songs that came to mind for me when he passed away was um, Eddie Cochran, Come On Everybody. Yep. And he used to love um, rock and roll dancing. And so she's actually part of an art organisation and society. And this actually was for sale. Wow. So it was for sale for $100. However, she said to me, she said, I've been praying about it. And I feel as though this is for you. 
this I made this for you. And she said, I'm going to leave it for another month. And if it doesn't have anybody else that chooses it, she went, I'm going to send it over to you in the UK for you to remember your dad by. That's really nice. That is absolutely it? perfect. Yeah. I've got a, a, fr- a friend of mine is a, a psychic artist. So she, when she starts, she doesn't actually know what she's going to paint. Okay. And then she puts it out there and she says, I painted this for somebody I don't know who it's yeah. for. So yeah. you've just reminded me of that, yeah. usually. Yeah. So that's exactly, she will pray and she will see what happens. And that, that was meant for me. And, it's, and it was one of her first ever commissions as well. So... Wow. Amazing. That super is special. Amazing. Super special. Yeah. Super, yeah. But that, that means is precious. But that means to you two, no points. <laughs> I'll just bring it down now, <laughs> you know. Story <laughs> worth, sorry. The story is worth not yeah, getting the five right. points. Exactly. Oh, there. Thank you. <laughs> so I've got to think of another Brucey bonus next week. Mm. Oh, we are going to get one right between you now will. and Christmas. I'm going to have to make it really easy. How well do you know Christmas songs? <laughs> <laughs> We're not answering the question because you cannot start them We're not next singing week. next week. <laughs> <sighs> right then, ladies and gentlemen. Right, there you are. That's our Brucey Bunnist um, for today. Thank you, Dee. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's about it for the podcast for today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we do appreciate you coming in and uh, being our special guest, Miss Dee, on the show. We will see you in seven days' time, ladies and gentlemen, for another podcast. Yes, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's Weekly Experience. Don't forget to like us on our Facebook page at The Weekly Experience. And if you fancy being a guest, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcasts.co.uk.